that's why when everybody's naming my fans now, I'm like, oh, what happened? another episode of boys love mariah i am your host frankie and it is me i am huey the elusive black butterfly how are we doing today huey uh blessing holly favorite and still a hoe how about yourself <laughs> <laughs> i would like to say that i'm all those things i'm, I'm not a hoe yet although hoe season is coming i feel like we all have some hoe inside of us it just lays dormant sometimes uh, kind of yeah. like an alcoholic, you know, you, well, that's not a problem. Once a hoe, always a hoe. Sometimes you just don't act on it, put it that way. <laughs> or maybe it just goes into hibernation depending on, you know, how the seasons go, like Sandy Cheeks. Yeah, but it's it's still there. It's in you to do it. <laughs> You're just not doing oh. it. There you go. <laughs> well... <laughs> well the weather's starting to get a little bit nicer over on my neck of the woods so uh the shorts are coming out you know but it's still kind of cold so it's like shorts and hoodies <laughs> listen it has been up and down like one day it's like oh it's great and then it's like oh, i need a hoodie the next day but i like this transition period before it gets like extremely hot the only thing that bothers me about now is the pollen but it hasn't mm. really been fucking with me like it has in previous years, so I'm grateful. I just don't want it on my car. <laughs> right. That's good, though. I mean, usually we're kind of known for not really having a smooth transition into, you know, spring or summer. Sometimes it's just like, oh, we'll have like a couple of nice days and it's just straight up humidity and grossness oh, for yes. like three months. But right now it's like, OK, you know, things are still a little chilly. So bring a hoodie, but maybe wear shorts or, you know. So that's what I've been doing for like the past two, three days is just wearing shorts and a hoodie and just being more comfortable. So I know the, you know, the sleeveless shirts are about to make a make their comeback in about a week or so. I'm hoping that, you know, usually I have good weather around my birthday. So I'm hoping that, you know, that tradition just doesn't go anywhere. It sticks. <laughs> but no, and it's also that season where it's like definitely I'm not walking in the house and touching my bed until I take a shower. Because number oh, yeah. one, sweat, and number two, I just don't want to get in bed with nature's cum all over my body. So <laughs> I need to thoroughly wash and get it off. Something's wrong with you. Something is, pollen, is wrong with you. What is pollen? <laughs> I've been saying I'm not this even going to argue. And they talked about it on the read. It's tree cum. Point blank, period. <laughs> why does it gotta be all that is it not i'm just i'm just saying i just know that that's not how we were taught in school we were also taught that slaves were indentured servants and immigrants looking for well we weren't taught that but some children were taught that slaves were just merely immigrants 
Oh well, that is a whole that is a whole another conversation. It is. And and maybe one day we will get into all that. But for now, we're gonna go into the emancipation of Mimi because that's what this episode is about. So yeah. So before before we get get, this one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go ahead. (laughs) No, before we get into this one, make sure you guys go back and check out the last episode. This is the me mix. Um, because I, that was a dope one, and we came up with our own remixes to certain songs, samplings other songs, and they were iconic choices, <laughs> and they need to be made, and you guys deserve to hear that episode, so go back and check out that one, and yeah. Definitely. I enjoyed listening to that episode again because, you know, just... I think that was like one of our most creative episodes where we really didn't even expect to hear some of the stuff that we were saying to each other. So, you know, so that was fun, but also uh, make sure you guys check out the last episode of what about your friends, because Mm -hmm. it is now over and done with. And, you know, it was a, it was a fun time. I called a couple of people and, you know, laughed and cried and, you know, like I said, sad to see it go, but you know, in the next couple of weeks or so, you're going to see me promote the new podcast and the name of it's the house of Hughes. Um, we're going to announce the co-host in about a couple of weeks and, you know, we'll, we'll take everything from there. Cause for whatever reason, I just like to keep, uh, certain things to myself. Obviously I didn't want to wait until the podcast dropped to, to, to say who my co-host was, but in about a week or so I'll, I'll announce some things. Funners, we like announcements. Yes, definitely. <laughs> so you want to jump into the music box first or the word of the week first? Uh, we'll do the word of the week first. I have it up here for the first time. <laughs> um, <laughs> Did you figure out what while. song it came from? No, but I'm going to try after I describe what it is. So okay. the word of the week is the word the word of the week is despondent. And that basically means in low spirits from loss of hope or courage. <sighs> I want to say despondent is from I wish you knew. Am I wrong? You are. No. <laughs> if we love get... each other, we will find victory. Then it's hard mm. reality. So, 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 I'm so despondent that I feel the need to fly like, like a bird, take to the, the sky. sky. I need That's uh, <laughs> Not I wish you knew. I was, gonna, I was about to. That was a good choice. Though. I was about to. I was about to go in, but. <laughs> We will get there when we get there. So that's the, yes, that's the word of the week. Now let's get right into this music box because there's been a lot of new releases and, you know, we're only going to say about three of them. So do you want to, do you want to start it off? Um, I've just been listening to a lot of old things as of late. Um, one song by the Dame Shirley Bassey, Diamonds All Forever has been stuck in my head. Um, which a lot of you should know is the song that Kanye sampled in Diamonds. Um, so that one is iconic. Um, Beyonce, Giselle, and Osiphon Carter decided to do a cover of Before I Let Go, so that's been in heavy rotation. 
Uh, shout outs to her and the homecoming documentary. And I watched it this morning and I cried. I was up at three in the morning refreshing Netflix, burning my Palo Santo and eating cinnamon rolls and ice cream. And I will talk about that <laughs> on Boys Up Beyonce. Um, so that's been stuck in my head. And Salute, uh, which is the title bonus track from Everything is Love from the Carters, has also been stuck in my head and in rotation. Um, it's just a dope-ass song. Um, it clearly won't be on the Spotify playlist, but I really love how Beyonce, um, like the, the background vocals on that song and the overall production of it. So that's my music box, three songs. Well, alrighty then. <sighs> my turn, my turn. So, <laughs> so first I got to shout out my dear friend who just released his new project called Lunar Confessions. His name's Leon Waldo. And I talked about him before. Um, I think it was like one of the first episodes of Boys Love Mariah. And I always shout him out on What About Your Friends. So um, definitely go check out his new ep there's a visual to go along with it it's on youtube and my favorite song on there is called fantasy it's so freaking dope he is one of the most talented people i've ever had the pleasure of meeting and i can't wait to you know see him perform again because he is a great performer he sounds just like the 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 studio track and it's yeah so definitely check that out um yeah, that's my favorite song on it. So moving along, Tame Impala released a new track. Um, I think it's called Borderline. And I don't know what it is about this song. I just, it's been on repeat for like the past two, three days. And I love everything about it. The production, the eeriness about it. It's just, it's amazing. And it has like a real old school feel to it. So uh definitely check that out and my last but not least is anderson pack he released his new album called ventura and there's a track on there with brandy called jet black and it's my favorite off the project so go check it out go dance your ass off and yeah that's it for the music box nope and i definitely need to check out anderson pack's album because i know it's some cuts on there for me i just need to hear them definitely i mean i don't know how much you like to dance but there's some there's some funky little grooves on there he's a funky dude (laughs) (laughs) i mean i i will say his last project oxnard i didn't care too much for it as a whole but there were moments that i enjoyed on the album so this one i i appreciate ventura as a whole body of work Mm. i'm gonna check it out at some point so so yeah that is that all right so let's move into the meat and potatoes of this episode because i have more fun things in store for you buddy oh dear (laughs) i am a little scared but um, no don't be scared it's going to be fun um and it kind of mirrors twitter shenanigans so oh my god let's get into the funnery so before we start to dissect this album i thought it would be fun to create a 10 track album using songs from emancipation of mimi and butterfly and the reason i picked these two albums is because i think we can both agree that these were both her peak albums um especially in terms of her growth as an artist um so i thought it would be dope to pick 10 tracks from each to make up one album 
called The Emancipation of the Butterfly. Mm. Or something corny All like right. that. <laughs> so do you, so so do you want to go first since this is your brand new idea? Um sure, I just thought about it. So I have nothing prepared, <laughs> which will make it even more fun. So I would open it with butterfly. Hmm. I would open it with butterfly. The next song would be Uh, what song would you put after that? <laughs> I don't think this is how you you wanted this to go. <laughs> this is how it's going to go. So we're going to go take turns. So I would open it with okay. Butterfly. And then what song would you put after that? Oh, what I would put after it? Yeah. Okay, so this is going to be... Okay, so basically I get five and you get five. Yeah. Okay, so... And hopefully we all right, okay, this is... Toes. Okay, I get it. So I guess, you know, we're going to have to end at 10. So there's definitely going to. Okay. All right. So let, let's see. So you're going to open it with Butterfly. Yes. All right. Um, I would. The next track for me would probably be It's Like That. Okay. I can, I can rock with this. After It's Like That, I would do The Roof. Okay, okay. This is hard, but um, Very. if we're going, if we're going from that to the roof, then my next one's gonna have to be "Shake It Off." Okay, and then I would go "Stay the Night." Stay the night. I would. I think it's only fair if I went from "Stay the Night" to breakdown yes i thank you for saying that i was hoping you would say that <laughs> oh, whew, that was seven right I, I i wasn't even counting i i only listed three i think right oh yes that's it so i'm i'm on seven um after breakdown i would go to i wish you knew I think I'm going to have to go with um, We Belong Together. And then... The, the, the original. Then I would have to go Mine Again. Damn. Damn. Because mine again so has to be there. <laughs> and then you want to pick so, fucking outside. I know you are. I'm not picking outside. Oh, really? No. So oh, okay. I'm actually, I'm actually picking my all. That's a cute album closer. I just think it's like a because if these songs like this little combo of them is is a great mix of like dark and fun and just emotional, but like intense at the same time. So I think my all would be a dramatic end to, um, you know, I guess it was, you could say like it's ending the way it's starting because butterfly is a big ballad mm. and, you know, 
so is my awe, but my awe is a little bit darker. So, you know, after all the partying and, you know, ashy chickens and stuff, like you just, <laughs> you just, you just, you just want to have one more night with that guy that gave you demon dick. Yes. Demon dick on the roof. Shout out to Kevin Duane. <laughs> <laughs> we miss him. I miss the outline podcast. Yes. He is the on Instagram looking all cute. I'm like, oh, look at him. Always. I, I, I commented. I was like, um, Kevin had to remind the girls that he's still fine. <laughs> Just so you know. <laughs> that was fun and very complicated. We have to do that again. Yeah, I want to do like, I mean, I have a giant, you know, Mariah playlist, but I want to I want to create a playlist where it's like. I, I, it would have to be like multiple because she has so you know such a big catalog but i want to create a playlist where it's like you know the hood mariah songs i want like the straight up dance mariah and then like the straight up ballads like those mm. just heartbreaking vocal you know vocal moments so, so excuse me that's i did make a playlist a mariah playlist um because I feel like she has, like, she has, like, amazing springtime songs. Mm. Like, it's Mariah Carey blasting through the car, you know, with the windows down, just driving. Like, it's, she has perfect songs for that. So, on that playlist, I have Stay Long, Love You, Money This, That, Whatever, Ribbon, More Than Just Friends, I'll Be Loving You Long Time, OOC, Cruise control, stay the night, say something, honey, and fantasy. Okay, all right. And it just makes you feel so good in springtime, love, and fucking like wild <laughs> rabbits and shit. <laughs> I love how it just went from like, you know, just pure innocence to just straight up, you know, just porn. I mean, she doing both. <laughs> right? Uh, Did you get ever you somebody hear, that can um, do both? What song was it? She, she was talking about Joyride. And she was like, some people call it a, a baby making song, but I don't like saying that, but you know, it's whatever, or something like that. But she was just disgusted at the thought of Joyride being called a baby making song. I mean, if we're being honest, she has quite a few, and Joyride definitely is one of them. Yes, it is. <laughs> Joyride is like, it might as well be the, the you know, slowed, or the, I don't know what, what word to call it, but it's like the, it's like Baby Doll's sexier cousin. <laughs> yeah. Joyride is definitely sophisticated demon dick. I feel like Joyride should have been on, not should have, but it could have been on Charm Bracelet. It could have. A few songs could have. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, I think Shake It Off could have been um, definitely Fly Like a Bird. <laughs> or actually, let's flip it. There are songs on Charm Bracelet that would have been good on Emancipation of Mimi. Hmm. I think Subtle Invitation would have been nice because yeah it would have it would have added another like yeah flavor or element i don't know what to call it the, i don't know what to call it anymore but you know the emancipation me ah, emancipation of me has so many different vibes to it you know it's like traditional r&b but also like um kind of retro at the same time with some mm -hmm. old school um you know 
old school vibes, but, but at the same time, it still sounded and cohesive, right. And like it still, it, it was very current. Like it was very much like, you know, it fit right in with like the mid two thousands, but you know, to this day, it's very, it's still very timeless. It made sense. It, it just made a lot of yeah. sense. Um, and one thing I really love about Emancipation of Mimi is the live instrument, uh, fuck, instrumentation. Um, because I feel like with this album, that's when we got more songs with that, and mm-hmm. I I love that kind of production and her, and I would love for her to do it more, but I don't make the rules <laughs> at all. But um, so let's get into some of the facts and things, and then we can have our debates and you know see who wants to choke the other one. Um, oh man. <laughs> This might be peaceful and it might not. But uh, Emancipation of Mimi dropped April 12th, 2005. So we just came up on 14 years of this amazing guy's album. Yes. Um, I said I was going to stop ranking them, but this is my favorite Mariah Carey album, followed by Butterfly. We've made it. <laughs> <laughs> Nigga, we made it. Um, we debuted at number one. Uh, What was it? Yeah, it was the first album by a female artist since Jagged Little Pill by Alanis Morissette to be the year's best-selling album. That was a lot of words. We Belong Together was Song of the Decade, so she dominated the 90s and the 2000s. It's like multiple, six times platinum now. I mean... I think in the U.S. it's uh, being six, I believe. My notes are but moving. it's worldwide. It's you know, there's uh, global sales of over ten million. It's diamond by now. Um, <laughs> oh, now shit wants to load, and it's also uh, on Billboard's top two hundred albums of all times, giving her three entries on that uh, list: uh, Mariah Carey, Music Box, and Emancip- Music Box is on that list of Billboard's top 200 albums of all times. Yes, Music Box is on that list. I mean, you know, you know Billboard gets it wrong sometimes, just saying. That's fair. Just, just saying. But, you know, but at the same (laughs) time, you know, this was, this was, you know, this is about the emancipation of Mimi. And I know critics, like, for the most part, were very, very, you know, they they praised it, but there were some that didn't care for it and they called it a party record, which I'm sorry, which to me, I th- did like, I don't know what's wrong with that. Like, I, I remember listening to this album and thinking, like, I can't wait until I'm old enough to, you know, to pregame and to, you know, have those nights where I would see my mom getting ready to go out and stuff. And I remember thinking, I can't wait until I'm doing that and I'm playing you know the emancipation of Mimi in the background because it's very much that record you play like before you go out because even though there's ballads but like there's the intensity of those ballads is something that you just you know you'll sing and then you'll start dancing your ass off when say something comes on yeah you go from lip syncing ad libs to <laughs> a vision of a lover pass to who's lip syncing cuz i'm not i'm i'm going in no, I... <laughs> It depends. If I am really, really in the zone, I'm lip syncing because I don't want the disgustingness of my voice to turn me off. Oh, stop it. 
I know my limits. But if I'm like in the car, my windows are rolled up and I am going the fuck off. But I got to take out one earbud because number one, my car doesn't have aux or Bluetooth. It's just CDs. And I don't feel like always burning things. So I'll listen to shit on my phone. Mm. Um, but I got to take one earbud out because I got to hear myself. And and yeah. It does. Does your ca- I didn't know that. Does your car have a like a cassette? Um, it's not that old. Just a CD. <laughs> I'm not, I wasn't trying to trying to be mean. <laughs> Listen, my first car, um, it had a CD player that didn't work, but the tape, you know, the tape, the cassette player mm. did. So I bought like a cassette thing that you know you were able to push it in, but like there was an aux cord attached to it, yes, and I taught. Yeah, that's about how I was able to listen to, you know, music on my phone, you know, back whenever I had my first car. I think I was like 19 or 20. But um, yeah, no, I didn't I didn't know that. But that's cool because, you know, it gives you a reason to, you know, to keep the CDs around. Uh, I mean, and I just like having hard copies of things, too. Um, right. But and like the FM transmitters, they don't work well for me. They never have. Mm. Um, I know people that would be in the same area as me and they would have all the luck, but I would get them and I could never find a, a good station. And if anything, it made me more frustrated and made me just want to listen to the radio, which I don't like doing because I want right. to hear what I want to hear. God damn it. <laughs> like, you know, not going to fuck up my mood. But anyway, so let's just go ahead and, and start ripping off these band-aids. Oh man, let's get right into our favorite favorites and or our least favorites and our favorites on this comeback of all comeback albums. So, what were your least favorites? Oh, I'm going first. All right. Yes. <sighs> all right. So, I'll say this: I don't think there is a bad song on this body of work Agreed. at all. I Agreed. don't think. So. There are songs that I just don't listen to. Um, like I said, not because I think they're bad. It's just because all the other songs are intense and I just have, you know, certain re- relationships with these songs. So I'll just I go right into anything, it. Put it that way. I mean, I skip stuff, but that, not because <laughs> not because they're bad songs, but sometimes, you know, certain moods, certain things you want to hear. But like I said, this album to me, like, there's nothing bad about it. You know, there's no did I do that or if we's or, oh, you know, there's none of that on this album at all. So my first one would be Your Girl. And I think it's, you know, maybe it's because it's a little bit of a short song. I don't hate the song. I sing it whenever I, you know, whenever I hear it. But it just was not one that, you know, to me, it wasn't as intense as, you know, some of my favorites, which we'll get into. Um, and when I'm listening to these, I'm, I'm listening. This is like the ultra platinum edition. So this is giving me a lot of room. So. Oh, were you doing that one? Oh, so sorry. Did you not know we were doing that? No. But okay. Oh, well, you have to, you have time to change certain things, oh, but um, <laughs> <laughs> you know, because there are certain things on there, and well, we'll we'll just get into it. So, yeah. So your girl is you know my least favorite. Second is making it last all night with uh, I think Jermaine Dupri's on that, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, it's not because I think 
anything's bad about it. I just think it was very specific to that time where everything was kind of snappy and stuff. And, you know, I don't listen to it as much. I'll listen to it just for the sake of the nostalgia and, you know, trying to go back to that kind of vibe. But, um, yeah, so that's that. And my last is to the floor only because there are certain parts I love about to the floor, like the ad libs are amazing, but I just thought that maybe she should have been involved in the production a little bit more because I could tell that this was strictly a Neptune's um, Neptune's production and they have like their own little strict rules on um, having people co-produce with them, which if you see the, you know, the album notes or the, you know, the credits, you'll see that she wasn't a co-producer on the tracks that the neptunes produced so i'm thinking maybe she should have at least for this one because say something was awesome like i yeah she could have she probably could have co-produced with that but i love say something so i won't even go into that so yeah those are my three and uh moving right along into my favorite songs I think, okay, I'll just go right to my favorite. My favorite song on this album is the We Belong Together remix because it was just so perfect. You know, last week we talked about the memixes and how she has her her structures and, um, you know, she had her style of, you know, just completely re-recording the remix with new arrangements, new productions, and We Belong Together remix was that. It was, you know something that everybody was playing at the time. I was 14 when when this album dropped, I think, or I, I was turning 14. And I just remember seeing everybody from my friends to like, the you know, adults, family members, everybody was playing this remix. And it just was, you couldn't get away from it. So that's my favorite. And I feel like it's timeless. Um, number two is Stay the Night. And... That was always the minute I heard that song, the minute she was going off in the chorus and especially with the end with the ad libs, like I was like, oh, this is the best song in the world. Like I lived at the time I lived for just long, you know, notes that people were just belting. Like yes. I love I loved that kind of shit. And um, at the time, Mariah was, you know, one of the one of the few singers that were doing it like that on, you know on mainstream or at least you know when it comes to mainstream artists like at the time there weren't that many people that were singing like that so um and i was kind of used to i was kind of used to her doing it a lot so when i heard this i was like yes give me what i what i need what i live for um and just the fact that her and kanye west um you know um we're not gonna go into kanye but kanye did his thing on this on this record and that was everything from the sample to the ad libs it was just it was just a perfect song so yeah so that's that and last but not least is circles because circles is a heartbreaking ballad that just it's i don't know what it is about it just something about when the bridge comes right before the the last chorus like that's when all the intensity comes in and i literally scream this song in the car with the windows down <laughs> And people will know, like me and my sisters, we have like a special relationship with this album because like everybody just knew like this album was it. Like everyone was singing this. It was. And truly was. You know, she's she's someone that I talked about on Twitter. She's someone that has been fortunate enough. Yeah, fortunate enough to have like two peaks in her career. Mm. And this was 
and this was that like people were ready to really sign her off and just be like oh she's done you know she you know she used to make hits but the minute i heard it's like that i was like oh she's coming back Snap. and then I and remember that was the what moment. The second to last song, like the last two songs they recorded were "It's Like That" and "We Belong Together." Right, and "We and... Belong Together" ended up being. I don't, how how does how does a song become the song of the decade but lose for record of the year to fucking Boulevard of Broken Dreams? It doesn't make sense to me, but continue. Well, we know how the Grammys like to get down because they gave her the the Beyonce treatment. They said you can win these little R and B categories. <laughs> basically um you know because we didn't give you a grammy since like a 91 and uh, you know so you can have new artist the year we were born by the way yes yes she did it, it, it was so me. maybe one we day we'll win be- maybe one day we'll win best new podcast i mean it's been a no minute. Uh, but I, it's you never know what if someone finds a what if we come back from the dead? <laughs> oh, so we have to die. Or are you saying that the podcast is already dead? No, I'm saying if I'm joking. Don't, I'm joking. I'm joking. don't put me through things. <laughs> so yeah, so that's those are my favorites. This album was just it's one it's definitely one of my favorites. Um I just remember it being like the biggest thing in the world and it and it meant so much to me at the time because you know I was very vocal about the fact that she was my favorite you know she was my favorite artist and you know she just came out with this album full of full of hits and it wasn't even like it wasn't even like hits that were cheesy for the radio or just like there was nothing lazy about this you could tell that there was like a lot of work and a lot of things that just came naturally when it came to um production and just arrangements and stuff like it just and you could you could hear how much fun people were having behind it as well so this this album is everything and I, I love everything from the cover art to the bonus tracks. Um, I don't know if you're going to list any of them, but shout out to Sprung and Secret Love and uh, all the other unreleased tracks, like When I Feel It. And there's a, probably another one that I'm forgetting. But um, yeah, so take it away, my friend. This is you, this is all you. All right. So my least favorite. Um... Oh, dear. Actually, we have, excuse me, we have at least one in common (laughs) in making it last all night. Okay. (laughs) Um, I'm happy that that was not on the original track listing, although I do love the uh, nod to Jodeci. Mm. Uh, I don't skip it, but it's not one that I go to. Like, I never want to hear that song. Right. Um. The next one would be Get Your Number. Uh, excuse the what? It wasn't one of your favorites, so hush. Um, um what the 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 sample? The, the, the just an illusion? Imagine what? The, okay, explain yourself. Um It's just not one of my favorites on the album. Again, I don't skip, unlike you, I don't (sighs) skip anything on this album. It's just ones that I'm more excited about, ones that I'm less excited about. This is one of the ones that I'm less excited about. But 
like I said, this is my favorite Mariah Carey album, and I don't skip anything on it. So these songs were not easy to select. Making It Last All Night was easy, but the rest are not. Is it Jermaine Dupri singing like That's weird part on, of the, it. That's on the definitely okay. part of it? That makes sense to me That's because I personally felt like he should not have been on it. About it. But she wanted okay. him on it. <sighs> she wanted that. And it's not bad. It's just, huh, I guess. And then the other one is um, To the Floor. Okay, okay, okay. Maybe it's just niggas doing that sing song thing with her just didn't win me over. Maybe that's what it was. I don't know. But again, I like those songs. I like how she talks about how rich she is in those songs. Also, she <laughs> talks about how rich she is on this album a lot. Yeah, she went from heartbreak to like, I have way more money and fancy things than all of you. To I'm heartbroken, but bitch, I'm still rich. <laughs> right. And I know you got a girl, but like, you know, stop trying to get me to be your side piece. Like, Shake It Off was just a flex of an, an entire flex. Um, Shake It Off is a voicemail. <laughs> it is. So, somebody had to point that out on Twitter because we forgot. That's literally I it. I never forget. Because <laughs> breaking up. I'm going to hang up and call the machine right back. <laughs> By the time you get this message, it's going to be too late. Like, <laughs> oh, such a flex. And I'm in. If Mariah Carey leaves you a five minute voicemail, well, three to five minute voicemail, you're gonna listen to it. <laughs> Complete oh, with background vocals and ad libs. Oh my God! Who shake else it off. Alleged. Ah, uh, and shake it off could have been another number one single. I agree. I think that was supposed to be no. Was that supposed to be the first single, or was it to the floor? I, you know what's so funny? I don't, I don't know if we ever talked about this. Um, I had heard To The Floor long before It's Like That came out because, um, you know, this is back when you would go to certain uh, record stores and they would sell you those little bootleg mm-hmm. mixtapes or whatever. Um, and I remember seeing, I was I think I was with my mother or, or some family member, I remember seeing her name and Nelly and Pharrell on it or something like that. And I was like, oh, there's a, Mariah has a new song and it's called Tonight. That's what it, that's what it said on the mixtape. And I remember hearing it and it was pretty much the same track without the extra, like there were certain ad-libs that weren't in this uh, leaked version. And when I heard To The Floor on The Emancipation of Mimi, I was like, oh, I like this way better. <laughs> um, at least, you know, for the for the sake of the ad-libs or whatever. But I don't know, was To The Floor supposed to be the first single? Because I thought I heard something along the lines of Say Something. Then maybe that is what I'm thinking about. It was one of those others. It it wasn't supposed to be. It's like that. That wasn't the intention of the first single. Mm. Um, and that was the second to last song recorded. But I'm pretty sure it's like that was not supposed to be the first single. Maybe it was say something. Mm. That sounds right. I mean, technically, you know, say something was a single. It just wasn't as. Excuse me. I'm just burping all over the place. Mm. Um, gross. So, yeah, Say Something, I think, was a single, but it wasn't as big or as successful as, like, It's Like That, We Belong Together, Shake It Off. Um, uh, Mine Again should have been a single, even though it was on the radio. So let's go ahead and get into my favorites, because Mine Again 
That was a live instrumentation one. Was I'm pretty sure it was. It had to have been. It just sounds like it was. If not, they produced the hell out of it. But um, that's definitely one of my faves. This. Oh no, it ain't over yet. I just can't get a possibility. Yeah. We can't escape what was meant to be. Part of you and part of me. Maybe you could be mine. That's it. That's it. I mean, that's Maybe. not it. You're not doing it properly, but that is Bitch, it. Bitch, don't intent. even. <laughs> I hear the intent in your voice, and it is there. You are so lucky I got headphones on. <laughs> And I can barely hear myself. <laughs> the one day, well, no, one day we're gonna have an amazing uh, record, and and just so beautifully written, and a pen, and uh, so that and I wish you knew, again, beautifully written, a pen and live instrumentation, and she even got petty and added the audience noise and that breakdown. Where she's like speaking, and she said that was like a joke. She was doing that to be stupid, but they were like, "No, keep it in there." And I love that part of the song. Like it's it's such a beautiful ass song. It is. It reminds me of something that like Patty Labelle would sing. Mm, yeah. Mm. <laughs> he was getting all turned on over there. And then when she's hitting the whistles, I can imagine Patty screaming as opposed to doing the whistles. Uh, you better. I can't okay. even do it. I was I was hitting them with asthma. <laughs> I was hitting them earlier. I don't know what I was drinking, but it was some. I think it was core water. Um, this is not an advertisement. I just like core water. <laughs> oh man! And then. Um, my next favorite would be uh, Stay the Night. Because, again, those belts, those belts and those ad libs. And you keep on, keep on, keep on saying. And I still, I still, to this day, feel like uh, Stay the Night needs to be sampled and Stay Long Love You, period. And that little breakdown part, it just needs yeah. to be like inserted in there, in like a slightly muffled background. It just need it. It will fit so perfectly. Um, I think you should just create it, and I you tried. should just bring I just uh, the audio better. Uh, and <laughs> I couldn't find a clean uh, acapella version of "Say the Night," so it wasn't as clean as I would have liked it to be. But, mm. um. Because this is such an amazing album, there are other songs that I feel like we should address and that we can because number one is our fucking show. We made the rules. And number two is Emancipation of Mimi. Let's um, do it. The way that you were offended that Get Your Number was on my least favorite list, I was offended that your girl was on yours. Um, uh, I mean, I think it's like the most unrelatable track because i don't want to be anyone's girl 
I, I don't, I, I am confused. I don't understand your point. That's just, maybe that's, maybe that's why I, I it's my least favorite. Just cause, you know, there's cause, cause of the, of the gender roles. You just called me girl like 20 minutes ago. Um, see what we're not going to do is compare like my relationships to like my, my your friendships. <laughs> yeah. Your so, relationships to your relationships. So I could be your girl and that's fine. But if we're talking about someone that I'm having like, you know, cosmic intercourse with, then I don't know if I want to be their girl. I want to be like their, um, you know, intense, uh, you know, a thousand suns intensity love. Okay. And yeah. enough, see, enough, see, enough. I'm sorry. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I mean, I feel it. like I, I I think I feel like that song is like a very I feel like it could have been like a Mary J song. Uh, I mean, I don't know if Mary would have hit the notes, but I could just kind of hear Mary singing something like that. Uh, I don't think I would want Mary's tone on that song. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, and it's not a, it's not no shade or anything. I just, I just the 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 tone of the song and the tone of her voice to me wouldn't blend well. Mm. But she may be able to. Put up, I don't know. I I want Mariah on it because that's how it was. Um, and also, "Fly Like a Bird" is just a piece of 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 religious it's more important than Notre Dame you know <laughs> you are you ain't shit <laughs> oh man why did you have to do that um uh, you know what I will say rest in peace to Big Jim right because he produced and wrote some of these uh, ballads on the Emancipation of Mimi. I think he did yes. Circles, he did I Wish You Knew, and he did Fly Like a Bird. And th- those were just those were just amazing. Like she she's never performed Circles live. At least I think there may have been a snippet somewhere, but I always wanted her to do Circles live. I know she's done I Wish You Knew. I'm sorry. Nothing's the same. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that's like you know, like I said, I I have to screen that one. Um, oh man, I mean, I feel like we we got to talk about don't forget about us. Don't forget about us. How she returned to the Grammys the year after, just to get snubbed again. I knew, th- I mean, I knew they weren't going to give her anything for Don't Forget About Us, mm-hmm. even though it's a great song. I just, I just knew that, you know, they were like, oh, no, we've, we, you've had enough, sweetie. Sit down. Don't Forget About Us. Um, it, it gives me butterfly album vibes. Definitely. Um, and it was a sexy ass video. And nobody can write and sing Heartbreak like Mariah Carey. I'm, I'm sorry. It's this to me, this was like it reminded me so much of Breakdown. Yes. But it's it's just even still like it's like its own thing. Like Breakdown to me is like its own uh 
it's its own personal deity or whatever. But like, don't forget about us to me was like something that was around that same kind of tempo where it was like, you know, give you a beat that a rapper could definitely be on. I'm going to sing fast, but still give you these, you know, big words and these, you know, I'm going to switch up the melodies and just go off at the end. And I also like, um, and I was, I thought that this was going to be one of your least favorites, but so lonely. No, I actually do. I like that one a lot. I, I've loved, um, you know, one and only. And I, when I heard so lonely, I love the production of it because, yes. you know, like, I feel like they're similar, but they're two still completely different tracks. And so lonely was a little bit more like you kind of dance and bop to it as one and only was more of like a, something you sing. That was more of like a vocal performance to me. Yeah. I Dark Child and uh, Rodney Jerkins, he needs to. Mm. I don't know why he hasn't worked with her more. And her and Twisted just work very well together. Um, and I love One and Only as well. They, uh. it just they they both sounded so. It just sounded so natural and, and effortless for them to kind of bring that because she like oh, I mean like I don't know what I was trying to say there. She's <laughs> kind of you know she's kind of known for those certain songs where she sings fast and mm-hmm. and Twista obviously was known for the same thing. So I think the fact that they brought that together, um you know, without it sounding like a corny concept or just like, you know, like cheesy or whatever, like these, both of these songs are just amazing. And I think, uh, Twista had so lonely on one of his albums, but it was like a different, uh, edit. I think he did. I think I have that or had that album. Yeah. So that's that. I don't know. Did, do do you, did you like the, um, the Japanese bonus tracks like sprung and, and secret love? Um, one of them I did like, and the other one, I don't think I like Secret Love that much. I like Sprung. Sprung to me is so dope, and I thought it. Yeah, that's, I thought yeah, that's the yeah. One. I love Sprung, and Secret Love to me was cute for like the time because it was like a Swiss beats beat, and you know it was just it it made sense for her to work with him around that time. But uh, I think Sprung had a little bit more of like a you know old school hip hop feel, and she just went off on it. It was kind of similar to like stay the night, but the beat was uh, a little bit harder. Mm. And that, uh, shake it off remix. With Ho. Oh, with Jay-Z and I think young Jeezy. Sure. Um, <laughs> <laughs> he's on it, isn't he? I don't care. I don't, I don't remember what Jeezy did or said, but it might've been nothing. I might just be being petty for no reason or confusing him with another nigga. Maybe, um, but yeah, Jay Z and and Jay Z were on it. Um, again, I like Mariah Carey and Jay Z on things. I feel like they have not given us the best that they can do together. Mm. Um, I feel like Heartbreaker was almost there outside of production sound issues that I didn't like. Yeah, yeah. When it came to his verse, um, 
But again, the overall production of the Rainbow album is what makes it my least favorite before the Christmas ones. Um, so I feel like I, they can. I feel like they can really give us something, and I would like that thing. I don't know what it would be. It would probably be a Mariah Carey song featuring Jay Z. Most likely. Um, but I feel like they they just haven't given us the best that they can do with each other yet. And I look forward to it. That we're probably never going to get it, but. I mean, you never know. I feel like I feel like Mariah has it in her to give us if she decides to ever announce that she'll give us one last album like that last album will be something where she'll work with her her favorite people. And she, and I definitely think she'll she'll end on like an intense note, you know, like. I would like if we're going to compare like intense intensities with like albums like the emancipation of Mimi was one of those albums caution to me isn't intense it's more of a vibe agree you know so I think if she ever chooses to you know just stop doing music I think her last album will be something that is like really intense whether it be the ballads or the up tempos or just everything all together I think she'll go in that route agree and I think I feel like with Emancipation of Mimi, what she was trying to do with Rainbow and um, Charm Bracelet, she finally did. Like as far as incorporating more urban sounding uh, productions and things, right. and samples, and I feel like she really. Like that's when she she hit the mark and she she found that sweet spot, um and it it worked very well for her, and for that time, I feel like it was a very timely album. Every I think everything just it it, it the stars were aligned. Definitely, you know, like Period. there were. Not to say that there was like a lack, but, you know, music at the time, you know, mainstream music, I feel like had you know had a bit of a had a bit of a wave but there was nothing that was quite as intense as um the singles from Emancipation of Mimi and she just she just brought it like as if this was you know as if this was like her first freaking album yeah i feel like she ushered out the whole i call it the what's love got to do with it air like the Santi Fajo what's love got to do oh yeah yeah yeah. i feel like mariah carey ushered that into a a more cohesive mature sounding thing i might just be making that up i'm pretty sure i am um (laughs) but that's what i mean i I hear early 2000s i i automatically think of what's left got to do with it and and ja rule and ashanti and just that whole rappers having you know the upbeat songs with the singers on the hook yeah um and you know kind of shitty production i mean i mean yeah there there's some i think some songs from that time where they relied a lot on just the you know just like the chemistry between the the rapper and the singer versus the production because some of the production was kind of eh, you know not not the greatest but they yeah, it, was very, it was up to sometimes very like oversimplified it's just like the uh, 
never mind. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> but I know mean, I hear what you're saying though because she I think she 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 found that balance between you know R&B with just like that that tinge of pop you know at least you know poppy enough to be on the radio but also you know keeping the hip-hop influences keeping the old school R&B vibes and you know making it still sound current like she did a great job of of putting all those things into her music without just without trying to sound like she was, you know, you know, trying to keep up with the kids or trying to be somebody that she wasn't like, this was, this was, you could tell this was music that she wanted to make. And yes. she, like I said, she had fun doing it. So this, this whole album, I'm going to listen to it. It, it wasn't when, when anything for her to keep <laughs> up with because again, she ushered in the, the R and B, and and rapping merge and then niggas jumped on it and it's like no this is how you how how i meant to do it and how you were supposed to do it <laughs> yes this is how it was supposed to be but um yeah any final words on, on emancipation nope i mean I've, I just, like I said, I think mine again should have been, it should have got the single treatment. We probably could have got a remix. If not, definitely stay the night. And my my concept for the remix with the Mary Jane sample. But who's going to listen to me, you know? I hope somebody listens to us. <laughs> One day, maybe I'll try to, you know, incorporate a remix or I'll just do a nice little mashup and, you know, just be satisfied with that. <laughs> Get my editing skills up and find some very clean acapella versions and have fun. Um, there we go. <laughs> uh, and in in closing, I just feel like Emancipation was an artist's album. Um, it it to me it I would call it a staple in her discography, and at least from my perspective is the album that really captures her as a person and as an artist, like at, with the equal balance um, that shows off her artistry and her personality without coming off as cheesy or corny or uh, insincere. Right. And I think, you know, not to add anything more, but I think this album, it lived up to the name it lived up to her image you know because obviously she's known for being a big diva but this was one of those big diva albums this was, was. like you know this was as if she, she didn't need to prove anything but she just wanted to remind us of the fact that she's one of the greatest artists of our of all time and, and she's rich she, <laughs> she's rich you need her because she's the lotion and your you know ashy side chick bitches just could never and she smokes weed yes yes and she went into that even further on e equals mc squared <laughs> yes yes she did uh but we'll we'll get there when we get there it's time to migrate ah <laughs> <laughs> oh, this episode really helped me get out of my you know <sighs> despondent mood i'm glad one of us remember <laughs> <laughs> there's been plenty of times where we just forgot about the word of the week 
Woo, we try to educate y'all and end up looking like the fools ourselves. Anyway, um, <laughs> <laughs> tell everybody where they can find you at, bruh. You guys can find me on Twitter at Frankie L. Rivera, Instagram, Frankie.L.Rivera, photography, Instagram, underscore box guy. And since there's no more word about your friends, make sure you guys stay tuned for the, you know, updates and the promotions for House of Hughes podcast. Um, it's coming in June and I'll be uh, I'll be giving you guys more updates in the next few weeks. So, yeah. Dope shit. And you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Baby Huey. That's B-A-E-B-Y-H-U-E-Y. You can check me out on Boys Love Beyonce podcast and my new show, The Grow Bro Podcast. Uh, you can check me on Chapter 2 of the web series on Amazon Prime, Kennedy of the web series on YouTube. And whenever these projects that I'm filming get release dates, I will announce those. Um, And other things that's coming up in the, the pipeline. So stay tuned and keep it locked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I guess we this time for our say something. Uh girl, thank you for this album. I appreciate you and your being. Uh I would love a documentary of this album. And <sighs> yeah. <laughs> I guess that's it. I'm grateful. <laughs> okay all right well i know we didn't talk about it on this episode but in about a i think what a week or so on may 1st she's going to be honored at the billboard awards with the icon award and she's going to perform oh it's rumored that she's going to perform a medley of hits but i really want her to give us a no-no and dream lover the way she does it on the caution world tour it's probably not going to be that but i could just i one could hope because i would love for her to just give us the new shit and also give us you know a little bit of the old and whatever but i'm excited to see her perform um i just hope that the you know transitions are smooth and lovely and you know just just um i I don't even care if it's live anymore i just just oh gosh just be just be pretty and just make sure your lip syncs are you know in tune and just shake them knees and give me give me the honey shimmy there we go uh in this springtime like it's the perfect time to do it too okay you love yourself some springtime <laughs> fly away butterflies we out of here peace out <laughs>